Welcome to the To Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is a podcast where I attempt to get through the 140 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother Andrew. Hello. And my husband Dylan's the sound recordist. And Quizmaster. And Quizmaster. Oh no, we did the thing where we gave him power and he's just gonna <laughs> run hog wild. <laughs> It's everybody's favorite type of minisode where Dylan gets to run a quiz and then we get to yell at him. Yay. All right. I don't know how much we can yell at Dylan during this one, but I'm going to find a way to do it. <laughs> so Dylan found this really funny quiz on Sparknotes called Are You a Plot Device? And first of all, you know, shout out to Sparknotes. They've got the most hilarious like memes on their Twitter and they've got some really awesome quizzes. So. That's right. You heard it from a bunch of 30-year-olds. We've found the best memes on the internet. <laughs> you heard it from a former English teacher. Shout out Sparknotes, the one that summarizes <laughs> books so you don't have to read the books for class. Or you could think of it like you read it supplementary to the books, like to help mm. you. All right. The 2% of the population who uses Sparknotes in that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I am clicking the link, take the quiz. And we'll put the link in our show notes if you want to take the quiz as well. I'm clicking it as well. I already clicked it. I have to accept all cookies. I've accepted the cookies. Dylan, accept the cookies. Cookies are accepted. So the quiz today is called, Are You a Plot Device? We're going to find out who is actually the lead characters in this podcast and who are just simply there to move the plot forward. I hope I'm a villain. Mm. Mm. (laughs) 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 All right. So question one, is there anyone in your social group with whom you don't get along? No, I'm extremely agreeable. Or, yes, they're my ideological opposite and we're constantly butting heads. Wow, this is a very extreme question. It's tough because I feel like there are people in my orbit who I don't get along with. Yeah. Do you mean like well-rounded people with like character flaws that they need to overcome? Well, no, it's just I like, I'm not friends with people who I super hate. (laughs) I'm picking no, I'm extremely agreeable. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that too. I'm pricking yes because some people are dead to me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next question, I suppose. We've learned a lot about each other already. Oh, this one has three <laughs> options. Oh. Question number two. How often do misunderstandings and miscommunications occur, occur in your life? Not that often. <laughs> it happens a lot, actually. Mostly because I was eavesdropping when I shouldn't have. Or sometimes. Oh, I'm definitely eavesdropping. I gotta tell you, I feel like Sparknotes is not holding its cards <laughs> yeah, too close no. to, to its chest. Sparknotes wrote this quiz about one of their friends. <laughs> I'm going to say sometimes because I feel like I sometimes get in like weird miscommunications, usually because I overthink how I write an email. Yeah. No, I mean, the truth is uh, everybody gets into miscommunications sometimes, right? I don't know. Do they, Bailey? Yeah, Bailey. I I mean, I said the eavesdropping one because, guys, I spend a lot of my like elementary school years on the bus pretending to read a book, but just eavesdropping on everybody's conversations. And that's stayed with me all these years. Yeah. Bailey's taking this quiz like a kid who really wants to make sure they end up in Gryffindor at the end of like the, <laughs> the Pottermore quiz. Yeah, and not being like the second character that gets killed by Basilisk. Mm-hmm. You don't remember the name, do you? Moving on. Qu- question number three. Trick question. There isn't a second one that gets killed. Yeah, because he sees it through, uh, Kirby sees it through the camera. Don't try to, don't try to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. On a scale of one to ten, how disposable would you say you are? Zero. I'm extremely necessary and not at all disposable. Not very. I feel like maybe a two. I don't know, like a five? The universe could take me or leave me? Or a ten? Probably it's only a matter of time before I'm needlessly killed off in a conflict that's bigger than all of us. Wow, this is a dark question. 
Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> I like this question. Um, I think I think uh, I'm going to answer a five. The universe could take me or leave me because I believe that's true about the universe and everyone. I kind of want to use this as like a job interview question. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say, I told you, I think we've answered exactly the same so far, and I'm yeah. going to try to make sure we we split later. But yeah, I feel the same way. I don't want to say like I mean nothing, but like I'm not going to think too highly of myself here. I'm going with the five. I'm going to say zero. I'm extremely necessary and not at all disposable <laughs> because I mean, self-confidence. <laughs> I've, I've amended my opinion on the Pottermore quiz. Bailey is now for sure the kid who really wants to be in Gryffindor and then discovers they're a Slytherin at like 11 years old. <laughs> all right. Number, question number four. Describe your personality. Shy, but sociable with people I know. Sometimes friendly, often sarcastic. Humorous, patient, and easygoing. I've always got a good quip up my sleeve. Or helpful, quirky, intelligent. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of most things, and it usually comes in handy. Or I'm sexy and good at everything. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. <laughs> These are all true about me. Yeah. Because everyone <laughs> contains multitudes. Ooh. All of these are cringe-inducing. I would never describe myself as any of these things. You wouldn't describe yourself as shy but sociable with people you know? I feel like that's most human beings. What that's about true. sexy and good at everything? That's also most human beings. Yeah, most human beings. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I always have a good quip up my sleeve. It's more like I think about it like a few days later. And I don't think I have an encyclopedic knowledge that comes in handy. If anything, it's annoying. So I'm going to go with shy but sociable. I'm going to go with sometimes friendly, often sarcastic. That sounds about right. I'm really tempted to go with I'm sexy and good at everything. (laughs) I was tempted for that, too. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to go with I get made fun of a lot for remembering things. So I'm going to go with the helpful, quirky, intelligent, have an encyclopedic knowledge of most things that usually comes in handy. Real talk, I'm probably shy but sociable with people I know, but I want (laughs) to switch it up a little bit here. Yeah, I want to say, Bailey, Andrew, and Dylan, you guys all have ridiculously strong recall. Andrew the most, though. Yeah. Question number five. You've been invited to go on an adventure. What do you say? No thanks. Or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. Let me grab my enchanted sword slash suitcase full of money slash pendant that was a gift from my father. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say sure. I'm gonna say no thanks. <laughs> that seems like a pretty big call to adventure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would say yes to an adventure. I do not have an enchanted sword, a pendant, or a suitcase full of money. Um, but, you know, I could get a suitcase and put like a couple bucks in it. So I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on your adventure. So question number I, six. I didn't want to go on the adventure. Too late. Question number <laughs> six. You hear a mysterious noise nearby. What do you do? Investigate it by myself. Investigate it, but bring someone with me. Or hole up in my house and wait for dawn. Well, I think I'm number three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm no fool. I'm going to investigate it by myself. I can't rely on anyone else. What? Splitting up is the worst thing you can do. I've been in this situation a fair amount, like camping, and I always investigate it by myself and regret it. So I have <laughs> yeah. to answer investigate it by myself. Yeah, it's true. Everyone likes to think they wouldn't split the party, but you end up splitting the party. And you know who stayed and hold up by herself? Moni Myrtle, before she was killed by the basilisk. Dylan, stop trying to make it seem like you've read Harry Potter book, too. Anyway, <laughs> question number seven. If you were to die, let's say tragically, is there anyone who would set out to avenge you? Yes, Probably. Or no, because I'm a normal person living in the 21st century and not a wealthy Edwardian landowner with an eldest son. <laughs> well, that's nonsense. Someone would definitely avenge me. Yeah, I. I this is such an interesting question because it's like tragic death. There's not necessarily anything to avenge, but like violent and premeditated murder. 
I think there would be someone who would avenge me, and it would be my wife. So watch out, haters. I think my cat Pierogi would would absolutely avenge me. Do you guys want to go to the next rooms and ask your significant others that they would avenge you if you mysteriously died? No, I would like to continue believing that she would do it. I wouldn't like to hear the answer. Dylan, would you avenge me? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say yes, because Dylan, mm, I'm looking at you. I mean, is it going to be... Is it going to be a very scary, like, investigation I have to do? Yes. Oh. Dylan, I'll, I'll help you avenge Bailey. It'll be fun. Aw, uh, Toby will avenge me, too. There you go. Andrew? And Bailey, I'm your brother. I would avenge you as well. Yes, I have three Avengers. We're actually going to leave Dylan in the dust. Toby and I are going to go avenge you. For we you. could call ourselves the Avengers. <laughs> Excellent. Number eight. Are you an only child? Yes. No. I am, at least as far as I know. I am not an only child. I am. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. No. None of us are only children. As far as you know. Question nine. How do you tend to solve problems? By thinking outside the box. By identifying the issue and weighing my options. I wait until it's almost too late and then I have a timely epiphany. I think that last one's Andrew Shade. Oh. Yeah, no, I absolutely. I don't, don't like having it called out about myself, <laughs> but I would agree. I don't want to answer the same as Andrew all the time, but that is definitely my style. So got to do it. I think we've only answered differently on one question so far, Toby. <laughs> I think there's two. I, I identify uh, the problem and solutions, but I, I definitely don't think outside the box. So that's my answer. No, Bailey's in the box firmly oh, yeah. all the time. I'm all about the box. Question number 10. How many friends do you have? A lot. Enough, or not many? I will say enough. I'm going to say enough. I'm going to say enough as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't have many, but it's enough. So anyone out there listening to this who doesn't know us and wants to be friends with us, too bad. <laughs> we have enough friends. So you're saying you're not, you're not looking to add any more main characters into your life, is what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like my cast is complete. I'm always in the mood for like a red shirt kind of character to come into my life. Yeah, absorb some damage. It's too late. We're on question 11. It's too late to start thinking like a main character now. Uh-oh. Last question. Are you now or have you been any one of these things? A getaway driver. A hacker. The only doctor in a post-apocalyptic cityscape. (laughs) The only one who can ride the dragon. The Willis skeptic who doesn't believe in the supernatural despite the fact that ghosts are definitely happening. I'm several of these things. Or, I'm none of these things. I'm just a regular person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't been a getaway driver. I am not fast at driving. Yeah. I'm definitely not good enough at computers to be a hacker. I'd like to say I'm the only one that can ride the dragon, but I don't know about that. I feel like I'm either none of these things or the witless skeptic. Yeah, I'm leaning toward witless skeptic, but you know what? I don't know that I'm not the only one who can ride the dragon. That's what's really getting to me too here, Tobe. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to say the only one who can ride the dragon as a kind of aspirational end to this quiz. Yeah, and I'm going to say I'm several of these things. (laughs) I believe I have some capacity with computers. You know, I've tried to avoid getting pulled over by the police, not because they were trying to pull me over, but like slowed down when I saw a speed trap. So I'm a getaway driver. I'm not a doctor and I'm a bit skeptical sometimes. So I'm several of these things and I can certainly ride a dragon. Well, I'm going to say I'm none of these things. I'm just a regular person. Well, okay. Ooh. Okay. I have my result and I like what I see. Me too. Are we all seeing the same thing? I don't know. Well, I don't know. What are you seeing? I'm seeing a picture of that dude from 007 who plays Q. Oh, What's it? The young, I, yep. The young guy? Ben Wishaw. There we go. Ben Wishaw. Are we all seeing Ben Wishaw? No, I'm seeing a man silhouetted against a uh, sunset. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, 
So, Toby, why don't you read yours? And then Bailey can read hers, because I think Toby and I might have the same one. Mine is a bit mystifying. I've got Ben Wishaw, and he's kind of, like, grinning at uh, Daniel Craig, who's kind of fuzzy and in the corner of the frame. Well, because Ben Wishaw is absolutely a plot device in that movie. It's true. You're Q. Yeah. So, wait, are they saying that I am Q, or that just, like, Ben Wishaw is attractive and he's smug? Why don't you read the description under well, it instead I did, of just the picture? But I did, but look at, l- listen to this. It doesn't really tell me what I am. It says... You are indeed a plot device. You're a plot device, but that's okay. Plenty of good, solid characters are plot devices whose sole purpose is to hang around and keep the plot moving. They usually go on to live rich, fulfilling lives, and you can too. Unless, of course, you're young and innocent and clearly marked for death, or you're an expendable background redshirt, or you're the love interest in an Edgar Allan Poe short story. Other than that, you'll probably be fine. But it does not tell me what plot device I am. No, you're just a plot device. Yeah, I think it's a binary thing. Yeah, again, the test was to find out if you are a plot device or not. Oh, well. Yeah, and Toby, I have the exact same uh, paragraph. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm fine with it. I'm not trying to poke holes in it. I'm happy to live my life as Ben Wishaw. I want to know what plot device I am. Well, listen to this. You are not a plot device. You are a complex and dynamic character who does what they want and damned be the plot. You service no one and nothing but yourself. I mean, sure, you may advance the plot at some point, but if you do so, it's purely coincidental. And besides, you bring a lot to the table, a lot more to the table than that. You're just out there living your life. The plot is simply happening around you. Ha ha! I'm regretting that last choice to say that I was several of those things. Because that could have taken me over the edge. It totally makes sense in this context, too, because Bailey is the one who started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the supporting characters. Well, I, think it's less, I think it's less about supporting and more about the fact of, like, did the author put this person in because he wanted to tell their story? Or it's like, oh, my story needs a doctor right now. Or my story needs this character right now to move the plot. I think Toby is the like it doesn't say what plot device he is i think toby is oh careful bailey i think, I was, I think oh, the, last time, the last time you generalized about me and andrew oh, i think no. we almost ended this podcast <laughs> i was gonna say that you were like the best friend character that's always there to support and avenge and come up with quips i don't want to be ron i refuse to be ron <laughs> who's ron <laughs> all right go on then bailey who's andrew i think andrew is I think Andrew's more more like the Q, like the smart guy that's there. Yeah, the and learned librarian. Yeah, like the Giles from Buffy. Oh my God! Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> guys. You know what that means, though, right? It would probably be like my murder or death that would kick off the whole thing. Yeah, almost certainly. People will hear me enough that they are aware that I exist and that that you all have emotional stakes tied to me. But if I also disappear, the plot still keeps going. Dylan, stop trying to justify your existence. <laughs> we have a lot of readers that write in and are like, we love Dylan, more Dylan. And I'm like, I don't know if you want more Dylan. It's good like when there's a little bit, it's like a little tease. <laughs> that's right. Bailey is on record in something that's going to be shared with the world to say that her husband is better when there's just a little bit of him. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan, you, Dylan is like a green onion. You want to sprinkle him on top of the salad. You eat green onions on salads? <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's something a Ron would say. No, it is. Oh, that means I'm Dumbledore. No, you, no, you're Hermione. I think you're more like Hermione. I'm fine with that. Better than Ron. I'd say you're more like an Argus Filch. How about that? Ooh, rude. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> second of all, there's no second of all. How dare you? <laughs> Sit with your shame. Well, we all know that I'm Harry Potter and the lead of every book, so that's great. Yay. All right, well, that has been... Are You a Plot Device by Sparknotes.com. We've learned a lot. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. Enjoy those, you know, dank memes. Is that what the kids say? 
Oh, no. Uh, and let us know if you're a plot device. I'd be very curious to know. So that has been our mini-sode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week on the podcast, I'm reading I Know This Much Is True by Wally Lamb, just in time for the show to come out. Actually, by the time this episode airs, the show would have already come out, but it's on HBO, so check it out. And then Toby is reading The Crying of Lot 49 by Thomas Pynchon. Oh, no. Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email the to read list podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash the to read list podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the to read list podcast and on Twitter at to read list pod. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, to Miss Jillian Beth Durkee for composing our intro song, and to Patrick McGran for remixing it. See you next week. Happy reading. Books, books, books. books, books. books. books.